0: This is Lindsay Banks, and you are listening to Tanya Tate presents MILFs Making Money. This is Tanya Tate.
1: MILFs Making Money. to all you wonderful people who are looking to level up your loot. I'm Tanya Tate and this is MILF's Making Money. On today's show, what are your needs versus your wants? And today's guest is Lindsay Banks, an award-winning global cam star and collaborator in the adult industry. We are discussing how to become a brand ambassador. So let's talk about what's been going on with me. Ooh, I just did an amazing shoot. There is a guy, um, Chaz, his name is, on Instagram. And he, I don't know, I think I started following him. Here's the thing, you know, you see people, and they post really nice pictures and they tag other people. So I kind of always look. So I think I started following him and... I commented on his work, and he said he'd love to shoot me. So this was really a long time ago. This must have been pre-breast surgery, which is quite a while ago. And we kept in touch. He wanted to shoot me. Then I had my boobs done. Then I wanted them to heal. Then I had to have them restitched. Remember when I had to have a little bit of a stitch redone? Oh, that was like harsh. So we were so excited. And then I'm like, okay, I'm ready uh oh it's cold we were gonna do content in his pool <sighs> so finally the weather started warming up and i was like "Chaz, let's get this started let's make this happen so i did i turned off a suitcase full of bikinis and heels i'm like that's all i need oh and a big bunny like a five foot bunny it wasn't a person dressed in a bunny suit, although that would have been fun. It was a cuddly toy. Um This cute little bunny. So, you know, getting themed stuff ready in advance for when bunny time's coming up. And I took everything there. And I have to say, it was great. Outside, by the pool. Bit too cold to go in the pool right now. But it was, like, nice to just get out, get in the fresh air with some lights, some professional photography. And he took some really amazing pictures. And I'd worked out that day. So, I worked out with Gert, my personal trainer who lives in Estonia, in the morning. And I said, Gert, look, I'm doing this photo shoot today. Wanna like tone up you know you you do a little workout on the day it turns you up a bit so we're doing it and i'm looking as we do online and i'm looking in the camera and i can see myself and i'm like oh this looks a good angle oh get this looks a good angle so i get sending me some pictures i'm like come on get send me some pictures what you think that i should do in the photo shoot So then he sends some pictures back to me. So when I get to the photo shoot later and I show Chaz, and I'm like, Chaz, look at these pictures. And he's like, yeah, that's such and such a body. And that's such and such a body. And I'm like, yeah, these are from Shutterstock. He's like, yeah, I know who they are. He said, I've also done a lot of photography with fitness models. I was like, perfect. So where I am in the bikini with a photographer that knows how to make a woman look beautiful how to make a woman look sexy when the training and working out and I was like great and I looked at some of the pictures afterwards absolutely fantastic I'm so excited I can't wait to get these up on my social media of course you know the bikini shots loads of them that are going to be going up on Instagram and Twitter but also he took a few naughty ones for me we put them in Oh yeah, they're in they're in the nice lot of um, photos so they're gonna be just for my premium social media fans. That's where I'll be sharing them. And it was funny because I said to um, Chas, can I just like do some little videos? Do you mind just like I've got the camera. Can I can either put it down on the floor or you can hold it and he said, well, what do you want me to do?" I said, well be better if you hold it. So he says, okay. I don't think I quite explained what the five minute videos were gonna be. Those that have been on my premium social media know exactly what's in, a, in in one of these short solo videos. I didn't want to do too long. I was just like, yeah, you know, let's just get a few minutes for for each little each little set. And it was really super hot. And he took some great videos. I just did them on my iPhone. Because here's the thing you don't really need to spend tons of cash on all kinds of equipment. If all that's going to be happening is you sitting there talking to your fans on premium social media, if, if it's some kind of interaction, it doesn't always need to be big, heavy production. My iPhone and someone holding it with a nice light in a nice location, it's in the yard. I'm in my bikini. I had hair and makeup done. I had my friend generation do my hair and makeup I did put some budget into it, but it it wasn't a load. It wasn't a a whole load budget. But you know what? The fans are going to love it and I, I just can't wait to share it. So that was my exciting news. Is finally meeting up with Chaz, the photographer. And I have to say, you know, sometimes in life, some things are worth the wait. And it was definitely worth the wait meeting up with Chaz. So what else has been going on? Oh, my son, Ozzy. There's always something going on with him. He is um, <laughs> my bundle of energy. Four years old. We've now got him in occupational therapy. Um, so this is going to be helping him with his sensory and his behaviour. So, um, so far we've done a few sessions with him. And um, it's it's funny, isn't it? Because you think a child needs to learn how to be in life but also as a parent you need to learn how to be a good parent and i'll be honest with you i'm not the most patient of people sometimes you're waiting to get out that door and it's like get your shoes on, wash your hands brush your teeth and there's someone trying to do a tap dance in the middle of the room running around and you're just like this is not happening So, we're working on that right now. He wants to keep moving when he needs to be keeping still. But he's been going to one of his karate classes as well. And I was quite upset the other day because he got to sit out for 20 minutes. He was told he had to sit out. And I was like, what are you sitting out for? I'm being disruptive. What are you being disruptive for? I don't know. It's like, were you talking when Sarah was talking? Yeah. Okay well, that's not the right behaviour, is it? You know, we've got to listen. I kept thinking, oh no, he's feels like it's going backwards sometimes. You know, you feel like it's going backwards and you're not seeing the progress. But anyway, we got to speak to the karate place itself and they said, you know, they've actually been seeing progress with him. So they're going to be working with him. So I'm going to be keeping him in his karate and I'm trying to figure out, you know, different ways how to help him to help himself things in life you can't always do what you want to do you can't always stand there swinging off the light shades singing your mouth off dead loud when you're supposed to be somewhere quiet like in a library you know and i guess that's what it's like with a child who has sensory that wants to keep moving that can't control the body it must be like want to just keep like jumping out everywhere when everyone else is just standing nice and still and listening to the teacher. <laughs> It's life though, isn't it? But I'm hoping that he's going to start making more progress the further along that we go with his therapy. So I'll be keeping you updated on that. But it's it's finding out and asking, you know, lots of questions to the therapist. Asking questions about things that he's doing and how we can improve them. Well, you know, I get asked lots of questions as well. And it... it Some of the times I get asked the questions, it makes me laugh because, you know, I go inside my Instagram DMs. There's a lot of DMs inside my Instagram. Honestly, I don't answer them. And the only reason I check them in case there's actual business in there, I've seen people come into my Instagram DMs that are working for a a media company, a TV media company, and want to, talking about setting up an interview. And if that's the case, then I move them across to my Star Factory PR email and we carry on the discussion there, you know, so I can check them out, make them make them verify they are who they say they are so you can make sure it's legit. So it always makes me tickled when I go in to my Instagram DMs and it's like, you see it and it goes, I have a question for you. And I'm thinking, well, what is your question? Oh, it should have just asked me the question the first time. It says, I think you only have a few words to make an impression. you got to get it in there. But just so you know, it's like I don't answer the DMs in Instagram. People that really want to talk to me, they get across to my Sex Panther, to my OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com slash Tanya Tate, SexPanther.com slash Tanya Tate, because you really get my undivided attention in there. You know, the two platforms work slightly differently, but if you've been on either of them, you'll know. And I'm just so full of appreciation for you all. I, I guess I just wanted to tell you that I appreciate every single one of you that go up and, and follow me, every single one of you that listen to me, every single one of you that want to really interact with me, you know, on a more personal level, is get to talk to me over there on the premium social media. But try and listen to the comments I'm I'm still figuring out how can I read all the comments on on social media it's so difficult to to find the time it's like trying to find the balance you know I I feel like it's like I need more time (laughs) I need more time what do I want to give back what do I want it's trying to pick the right things to please everyone Me and Ozzy, actually, we did did an Instagram live the other day and it was, you know, people can send badges on Instagram live. So what you can do, you can go on and when you send a badge to us, I see your name, it pops up and we do a big woo, you know, such and such a body sent me a badge and we kind of make a fuss. But it, it, it made me tickle because... A guy sent a badge and I, I remembered his name and I thought, oh, yeah, he did send a badge. And then he posted a comment on, like, my Instagram and it was like, well, I sent you a badge and then you just ignored all my messages. And he, there was a few other words. Okay, bye, that was short-lived. And I was like, that's kind of, like, really rude. And I think to myself, is that how people talk to each other? It's like... Do you give something and then expect something in return? Because that's not really given. That's like buying and purchasing. But I just want to say a big thank you to every single one of you that follow me, that listen to my podcast, that are here on my Twitter, my Instagram, that go onto my premium social media, whether they just follow me, make a comment, interact, you know. I really want to show the appreciation and it's been great just having you around. I'm very blessed. We got the birthday gifts, you know, they came, we opened them up and it was fantastic. And I really show my appreciation. But Ozzy's funny when we're opening the gifts. He's like, he's expecting things, expects things. And then he's, you know, we finished the live stream and is sees things and places, you know, on the like, I don't know, on the the TV screen or youtube or we're watching something, it's got toys on it. He's like, I need that. I need that. And he goes up to the Amazon box, the Alexa box, and we have to change it. Ours is called Echo. Echo and then he says, put such and such a toy on my shopping list. But it's he thinks he needs it, you know? But as a child, you think that you need everything. But when you're an adult, it's like you've got to figure it out in this world. What are really your wants versus your needs? What is it that you want? You know, you want to be happy, you want to be healthy. For me, you know, I want to have a nice house, I want to have a successful child, a happy child. Of course, I want money. We all want money and are coming into our bank account. How much money is it in the bank that you want or need? And how do you really measure happiness? Is it that big smile on your face or is it just that happy feeling inside? But how do you measure it? And what about health? Is it enough that you're healthy that you're staying out of hospital? Or is it to be pain-free or is it to be having a healthy body that's functioning exactly as it should be in perfect health? But when you think about it like wants versus needs, it's really a tough question because the answers are different for everyone. And, you know, if you have a heart-to-heart with another adult, it's It's like, it's a big question. And even in relationships, what do you need from that relationship? What do you want? Two different things. What needs are the basic things that you need in life? Like your basic living expenses, things necessary for your health or expenses that are required for you to do your job. And what are the things that you can do without? Really, what can you? It's like, Is it entertainment? Is it eating out? Is it vacations? TV streaming? You know. I was trying to figure this out and I was looking it up online and I I saw this. It was quite interesting. The 50-30-20 budget system. So I was reading this. It reckons that your expenses will break down to you spend 50% of your after-tax income on NEEDS. That's all the basic stuff that you need to live to to do your job. 20% on savings and debt reduction. I'm sure we've all got credit cards. How many of you are actually saving? I have to admit, I do save into retirement plan. And I I, I did ask some people earlier today, I was just like, "What? what retirement plan do you pay into? And they were both like, what, what? No, not yet, working on it. Not there yet. I've I've thought about that actually because there's a the thing: people that are in a paid job that is employer based, a lot of the time there are different benefits and some of the benefits that come with it. Sometimes it's retirement plans, but it's different when you're self-employed, like myself. You know, we our money comes in; it all comes in different ways, and it's sometimes savings long-term savings, just doesn't happen. But I like this other part that I read, 30% on wants. The wants, the things in life that you want. You know what, I really want there to be some budget left over for you, for your wants. Those things that are not necessary, the things that are not needed for you to exist. But something that you will want to make something better for your day to make some improvements to give you some additional enjoyment and if there's not enough budget for this once sit there and ask yourself how will you increase your revenue because really that's what it, that's what it boils down to doesn't it How will you increase that revenue to give you that additional income so you can get some of your wants? As a content creator, we always have to be full of ideas. And my podcast, my podcast, Tanya Tate presents Milfs Making Money. I just love sharing tips. I have guests that join me. We have different topic discussions. What creative ideas do you have? What is it that you want to happen? And how do you want to make it happen for you? I just love putting ideas in your head because this is this is life. This is my podcast. Fill you with inspiration. Fill you with ideas so you can become that creative person. That you can do things that you are going to enjoy. Think about it. What is it that you really want to make happen. Coming up next on Mills Making Money, myself and Lindsay Banks, an award-winning global camp star and collaborator in the adult industry, are discussing how to become a brand ambassador. (music) You are listening to Tanya Tay presents Milfs Making Money and we are discussing how to become a brand ambassador. I have with me an award-winning global camp star and collaborator in the adult industry. She's worked on mainstream projects, hosted red carpets, and is now venturing into virtual and 3D modeling spaces. Welcome Lindsay Banks to the Milfs Making Money podcast.
0: Hi, thank you. Having me Tanya I'm yeah. super excited.
1: thank you Lindsay I love that you come on it's it, every time I see you you are just so full of energy and so bubbly so smiley so so positive <laughs> I love it <laughs>
0: well I could say the same about you <laughs> and funny <laughs> my British
1: sense of humor <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, the accent adds a little something to it I
1: think It's funny because I forget that I have an accent to everyone that's listening in America, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All the British people are like,
0: no. She's just British. <laughs> they think I'm the one with the accent.
1: <laughs> well, it's very cute. Well, Lindsay, you know, I know you. I've met you. We've met mm-hmm. at different conventions. It's so funny because we see each other a lot online. And I always I always feel that you know someone, even when you're corresponding with them online. It's like, yeah, we've met loads of places. Well, we didn't actually. We only met in a few places. Mm-hmm. I feel
0: like I know you more because like, yeah, we did meet those few times, but then the online keeps the connection. Yeah. And it just, I don't know, I guess we see more of each other too. And then it's just like, ah, when you meet, I think you can kind of get a feel or at least I can kind of get a feel like, you know, if I vibe or get along with somebody and I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I. Obviously, I followed you. I followed you, and um, yeah, I'm really glad that we had met because I guess I'm sure we have some similar and some very different experiences uh, yeah. within our industry.
1: Yeah, and I think we're going to be sharing some of those today. And I, you know, I love the the Mills Making Money podcast because you know the listeners that we have, we have, we really have two demographics. We have the fans, which are mainly for me, which I'm sure they are for you, mainly guys, there, there, are, there are women as well, but it's, it's mainly predominantly guys. And then we also have other content creators that listen, you know, and they, they I like it because it's, you know, positivity and giving some tips and experiences. And it's not just me rattling on you know (laughs) although i i did rattle on for seven years once a week on uh, vivid radio and i was hosting vivid radio but it's you know a chance for other people to come on and share their experiences like you lindsay so let's get started tell us everyone a little bit about yourself and how you first got involved in the adult industry
0: sure i guess a little bit about myself i'm from austin texas born and raised texan i've been in the industry for coming on 10 years now and (laughs) how i started in the industry um very random um i feel like uh, there's other performers that can connect with me on this it was definitely more of a survival sex work type of start versus you know there's other people that join the industry and you know that's their dream to be a porn star they really like they talk to people that they know maybe within the industry first and they kind of have a better idea of what's going on and i had no clue i had no clue i started in camming so i'm still camming that's my main my main thing but i had no idea it wasn't about maybe a year or two into actually doing extensive camming that i felt like I had a better grasp about what I was doing what I wanted to do and I got more involved in the community as well like you were saying like you know sharing tips and advice and things that I had no clue I wish I had known somebody or somebody that helped me and I and I met people like you and like some of our friends along the way that I can definitely say I learned a lot from and they they've helped
1: So did you just just kind of stumble across it? You know, you said a a survival. It's, you know, you you were looking for a place to make money.
0: Yeah, I mean, I really needed money bad. Um, I was trying to get out of a, you know, a rough situation. And I stumbled upon it. They, I guess, don't allow those kind of ads on the website now. It was on Craigslist. And it was one of those... um, you can make between $500 and it was like $5,000 in one week. And I'm like, what? Like, what is this even, right? <laughs> and little did I know, like, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to try it for short amount of time. I'm going to make the minimum payout and see if, it, is this even real? Is this real? Yeah. And then I got my first check or like it got to I was like, holy crap, this is, this is legit. Yeah. So then I, I continued and, Wow, that was quite the, that was quite the, uh, lots of transitions to get to where I am at now. Yeah. Um, accepting what I do. And I guess, you know, when you first start, and especially when you don't know what you're doing, there's a lot of stigma that I think you deal with as far as, uh, accepting, you know, what you do and then the people that are around you, people that are in the community, fans and friends even that, they kind of learn more about you and if they care about you they learn about the industry too it's it's yeah it's very crazy
1: the, the the industry it's like people think oh I can just like jump into it you know and for, for some people you jump into it and you know it becomes natural to you but it's not you're right it's not easy there is that stigma you know suddenly your friends and your family are finding out and people that live in your community and suddenly you know they're like, what are you doing? As as much as you want to keep it secret, you know, maybe you don't want to keep it secret. Maybe you want to tell everyone, but you know, it's, it's your life and it's your lifestyle. And I, I saw different people in my family, like change as soon as they yeah. found out, but they kind of come back full circle. You know, I've been doing it, you know, a long time, like you, I think i like 12 years And I think they just see I'm thriving. I'm doing the things that I want to do. And I I think finally they come to the, you know, the acceptance is that's what she wants to do. And it's like, you know, you and me, we are still the same people, Lindsay, that we were before we started. It's just our job that changed. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. And like how you said acceptance, like. Once you accept for yourself, then I think the people that genuinely care about you also start to follow and accept that too. Yeah. For me,
1: I think if, if the people would not accept that, I think they would have got left behind and removed from my
0: life. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. That's what happened to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, it's it's definitely a lot easier, I feel like, when you don't have that that negative mind space, especially because in in our community, I feel like even I myself learned to be a lot more open minded. Um, I come from I live in a very conservative state. So it was very, very different for me. uh, As far as my experiences before I started. So yeah, it's quite the journey.
1: So so let's talk about it. You know, you've got into common, but you've done a lot of other things, you know, red carpets, panels, (laughs) it's like projects, tell me some of the other things besides going and you know waking up and starting your day and sitting on cam tell me some of the other things that you've been able to do in the industry
0: yeah you know camming really opened up some opportunities for me um I think one of the one of the first um I guess big things for me that happened uh was when I became a, fe- a flashlight girl and I think that kind of you know from camming I was at a point in time where I think teledildonics and camming started to and even main more main stream porn started to become a little bit more fluid into each other i've worked with them i guess that was way back in the day and i've worked with other companies as well oh my goodness man we ventured into so many things i've worked on um music consulting and advising for music albums what What?
1: consulting and advising for music albums yeah the part records
0: (laughs) no i'm not people think that i'm like no 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 (laughs) wait a second um I so, I guess we came along with that. It was with Pornhub Records, and you know, uh, I love music. I'm I'm very involved into um, you know the new artists coming up and listening, and you know, I recognize different voices and sounds. And I'm just very I love music, and I was able to have an opportunity to be a part of um, you know um, almost you know, just kind of like, okay, yes, this sounds good. Um, These artists, how about this artist, y'all can go and see whoever ended up being on the uh, on the tracks and singing. And I guess it was more of a hip hop and rap albums that we did for those projects. But we've done other things such as like Coachella. Uh, It was back before Corona, when we were doing um, music festivals, uh, ACL. So I guess that was kind of involved in in that kind of part of my career and I've also done a couple campaigns with them as well connecting with other performers too while doing it um, and being able to involve them I guess that as that title was as a collaborator so you know I was able to plan the whole project um, and just like kind of execute with the Pornhub Records it was a little bit different because you know there's other parties involved like doing that but there's also things with camping that I was able to do such as travel, start traveling to different places. And you spoke a little bit about how I was able to do panels and I've spoken, um, you know, at seminars and been able to share. I, I think that that's a really big thing, how you're saying sharing the advice and tips and, oh my goodness, I feel like there's been so many accomplishments that, I mean, I think with the fleshlight with flirt for free, with Strip Chat, with Pornhub, all of those, uh, companies. I, I was the first, uh, Mexican, uh, brand ambassador for, I was the first brand ambassador, period, for Strip Chat. The first person of color and female for, uh, for, for free. The first collaborator, the first first official collaborator with Pornhub, that was also uh, Latina, and uh, <laughs> I was female too. So I don't know. I feel like there, and, and I feel it's very important to point out my demographic because there's not a lot of people that, let's say, with that if they had a background like mine, that would see what I do and think that like, I want them to feel like they have opportunities too, and to open more opportunities for people like me. And I think it, it becomes a very crucial and important part of my, my brand, because I feel like for me, like I'm my own ambas- brand ambassador first. Like yeah. I should be my own brand ambassador first for my brand and Stick to and stand my ground with what I do, whatever whatever project it is that I do, whatever campaign, whenever I'm streaming, even to like <laughs> like it all kind of flows into each other. And now I'm rambling. Now I'm oh, rambling too. But I'm, just I'm, I'm just letting you carry on because it's like just tell me so much information.
1: You know, for for me, I forget about demographics. You know, for me, I just see a person as a person. You know, sometimes like this world gets so bogged down with oh you're this or you're that and you get labels on you and yeah. it's like you know that this is we are all people but i but i love it you know I, so i look at you and i don't i don't my head doesn't go latino female mm-hmm. <laughs> but my head my head goes
0: I know that's not the first thing that you thought
1: whenever we met. Like yeah, my, my head goes, a lovely, friendly, outgoing girl that is here. To, you know, to support other creators in the in the industry. That that is what comes together in my Aww. mind. But but then but then my demographic. I'm a Caucasian white woman, so you know I don't. I'm not in the position where I've been in different. Um, like categories category categories where I may not have had opportunities so you know it's it's, I I like it that you're like being there like the champion it's like you know it's it's not always a given you know you're gonna get opportunities because you might not be in the demographic that they want and that comes down to branding as well you know the brand and the companies that, you know, this is about brand ambassadors. What do they want? What do they want to champion? What do they want to show as like their demographics and their users? And that's great that you've been a first in many of those categories. It's It, it
0: really is. It's, yeah, it's like... My, like I blows my own mind sometimes because I'm like, wow, what? And I'm like, there needs to be more leaders in this. And like, I hear stories, I guess, from other people about let's say like the democrat and i'm like oh my gosh you know i'm when i talk about like opportunities like i really you know i'm very fortunate very very fortunate and i want to open up those opportunities for other models and i guess to me because i've heard like you know for example like being a latina like hearing from other people that are latinas that they if they're white passing let's say they they choose not to say that they are like, you know, they would rather not say that they're Mexican so that they can, let's say, get a part that's not going to label them as uh, the housemaid cleaning, like they don't want certain stereotypes stuck to them in a way. Yeah. And and I can understand that, which is why I'm like, you know, like yourself, like we are all human and humanizing, I think is a huge, huge thing for me, humanizing us as we're we're all human. Yeah. It doesn't matter what race, what color, what our religions, if you have no religion, you know, we all can connect with something. Yeah. Yeah. We all can do that and help each other too.
1: And you know, it's it's finding that right brand. That's just like my son is half Mexican. And I, I forget that. I like looking at him.
0: I, I know. I forget that. Too. Like,
1: he's just my son. He's just a little boy, a little four year old boy. And it's like he's. I had to apply for him to go to the school, um, and I had to like, you know, you have to register. And you're going through the forms, and I'm like, mm. they ask you for demographics on your forms, and half the time I just click decline to answer because I'm like, what, what, what do you need to know that for? I'm, you know, I'm one of those people. What do you need to know that for? Yeah. And the school, it's like. Mexican Caucasian, and I'm like, what
0: do they say? What the <laughs> hell do I write?
1: I'm like, half Caucasian, <laughs> half Mexican. Oh, do you want me to put a little bit of American Indian in there? Does that make a difference? And I'm like, I don't know what to take because
0: I still don't know. Do you ask them? Or I, I don't? Because I it was I, online. I'm on it was that's online. What, actually, that's yeah. really interesting because I have a a, a great nephew, and he's half white. So I wonder what my niece will be putting on her. Like, will be ticking him, I guess, under. or what? I know she's <laughs> going to have an issue. She's going to be like, what?
1: <laughs> I, I, I can't even remember what I ticked in the end. Wow, I, that's it so was,
0: crazy. Yeah, because you think, well, do they get extra funding if
1: it's like... Yeah, right. you, you think, do they get extra funding at the school if they've got, like, more <laughs> no Latino? Because sometimes, like, they, they are given funding so that they can, mm-hmm. you know... Put more into the education and set, you know, they have grants and and I, anyway, Uh I don't remember what I ticked, but it's very, very interesting. So, all these great opportunities are coming your way. And, you know, it's, it is, you know, for for some people, you know, you're sitting here and I'm asking you about your achievements, but, you know, we're there, we should be celebrating our achievements. But for some people, it Mm. doesn't come natural to say, hey, I've done this or I've done that or I'm great at this. But, you know, Let's talk about why is it important to let others know and how can you tell other people about your achievements without being shown without being, being like a seen. Yeah, you don't want to be a show off. So, Yeah, or you snobby, know.
0: right? I know some people kind of come off like that. And for example, you know, when there's no, I've been a nominee for different things and like, I don't win every award. So I, I know the feeling what it's like, but I also know the feeling what it is whenever you feel a win. And so I feel like when you do win an award, or get an accomplishment, I mean, is it boasting? Is it bragging? Whatever it, other people may label it. I feel like for yourself, if you're happy and you are genuine for yourself, you're genuinely happy for yourself that you made this accomplishment that other people's opinions about whether you're being snobby or not like I know it's very hard some for some people to not allow the other judgments of people like affect them right yeah and I feel like we should we should more more than celebrate especially in the adult industry because with us. Are people that are close to us that don't know what we do because we're in the industry, they don't know about those kinds of awards or achievements unless you're open about it. Right. With yeah. them. But a lot of the times I feel like, and even performers that I know, like, like it for myself, like uh, it doesn't really come up so much. Uh, the kind of things that I do as far as the award shows and what I've Done the people I've been able to interview. Um,
1: so how it, how do you get it out there, Lindsay? The things that you've done, you know. I, I mean, I can think of ways it's like I'm, I'm I know you put stuff, you know, in your bio, you know, on your social media, you've got it there, you've written it in your bio. And what about when you go to panels? You know, do, just I know they always ask before you go to a panel to, to can you give me a little bio? And it, you
0: know, it's getting that written down, isn't it? And even if it's just a few short sentences. Yeah, it's like, you just got to be short and sweet. I mean, I think the most effective way is to be like short, sweet, but say the words that have impact and also be grateful. Thank, thank the company that, but thank the people, the fans that voted for you, that nominated you. I feel like that makes a big difference with it, with the, whether it comes off as snobby and, oh, I did this all myself because- let's be honest, you know, there's people that helped you get there.
1: It's always and- a teamwork, isn't it? Wherever, wherever mm-hmm. you get in life, wherever your journey takes you, there's always teamwork and there's always people supporting you. Yeah. And it's like, never forget those people that helped yeah. you, that supported you, even if it's like voting for you, you know, giving you opportunities, you know, helping mm-hmm. you financially, you know, the guys that just even the guys that for you are calming or the guys, you know, that come and watch you and, tip you in your chat room yeah. or for me the guys that come on to my only fans or that you know talk to me on sex panther they are all the people that are helping us move forward in our journey you know yeah. and helping us to get there to get that recognition so how big of a role does accolades awards followers play in you being recognized as someone who can represent a brand
0: So for me, I feel like the list of achievements that you have and that that even the amount of time that you spent in the industry is very important Um, for companies and businesses, followers. They go and look at your stuff. So the things that you post and how you represent yourself matters. Mm -hmm. How you represent yourself with the company as well matters. You know, I've got like a contract.
1: So, you know, I've been a flashlight girl um, you, you know <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> same um, so, so you know for me that was a great achievement you, you know and I feel that they based it on a, like a demographic you know they were looking for someone British who had wow. a decent following and it was like you know I come to them and it, it was cosplay and I also was doing cosplay at the time so I think they were looking for someone that was trying to like a, a, cosplay was big at the time that I was kind of given that opportunity whereas they approached me you know and they said you know we want you to come on board we want you to have fleshlights so I was like really like totally excited for that you know mm-hmm. and it's it is it's like looking you know you get given contracts you know some companies are just be like hey look, you know come on board we, look, this is what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. But others have got really in-depth contracts. And you know where you just said then about how you conduct yourself online? Literally, they have written into these contracts. And um, a lot of the big companies will, you know, they can release you from the contract if you're not um, being appropriate mm-hmm. online. You know, your behavior or your demeanor and the certain things that if you do or say, and I mean, it's things that mean you probably would never do or say. Yeah, but they they can literally cut you out the contract if you don't act accordingly
0: that's true and like it's so crazy because you know we talk about these contracts and stuff but I feel like you know there's always a loophole somewhere where they're and I feel like a lot of times too yes there are contracts so that they can solidify certain things right but at the same time um you know some parts of the contracts are not always fulfilled. Um, Some parts of the contract might be tweaked a little bit or changed because of maybe whatever project, something happened to it, whatever it is that may happen. Every contract's pretty different. And it's crazy how you just told me about how um, you got, I guess let's say inducted with Fleshlight because my experience was very different. I got into Fleshlight because it was more of a, uh, was it a competition? It was uh, uh, some kind of uh, partnership they had with Flirt for Free. And the top five models throughout up until the end of the year, whoever had the most, it was like votes. It was based on votes, I think. And uh, they had it on the page, like, you know, who was in the running number one, two, three, four, five. And the thing was, like, there was some people whenever final Everything was in. And I think this is what's different with, let's say, um, people that are already mainstream and with camming. And I'm not sure how it happened with Fleshlight when they approached uh, other performers. But with this, the camp line, there's a lot of people that declined and they did not want to, uh, I guess, the opportunity of being a Fleshlight girl or a Fleshlight person, which I feel like for some people, that's like a pinnacle. Of like being in the industry, so for some people, not for everybody. That's interesting. Not that they declined it. That's that's very interesting. I think I know why. I think some of them were like, "Oh, you know, with camming, some of them like to ha- they're they're very private about their camming and their in in real life, it, yeah. Even yeah. though this is also kind of real, you know, but they didn't want to expose themselves in that way, uh, like ah, get caught because with camming a lot of people have like you know that privacy issue and they didn't want to you know become a I, I think
1: you know it, with any product you know you got to look at the product if the company comes to you that's that's really fun the way that they did the you know the contest so people should be looking out for like different ways yes. you know um yes. but just recognize that you know with a company if you're going to become on board you you're going to be the face of that company you're going to be part of their advertising and if it's like a mainstream toy you know you're going to appear on amazon you know mm-hmm. it, it, like shopping websites places whereas yeah. you know if you are a cam girl and you know you go on and you, you do your cam in, you know maybe your social media you don't make a be you know, you're not social media is very specific, you've got to go onto Twitter or Instagram and kind of look for you. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of the social media is these shadow banners, so we kind of get hidden. Oh so, you know, you've really got to search for us between all the fake Tanya Tades and Lindsay yes! Banks. Swim around, try and find, keep going down, down, down. Oh, there we are, right at the bottom, the real ones, the very bottom. Yeah, so so you do have to, like, look. But if you're going to be, like, working with a company, you know, what are their advertising? How do they do it? Are they going to plaster your face all over trade magazines, media websites, mainstream shopping websites? Mm-hmm. Your face is going to get out there. So, you know,
0: that kind of makes sense to me now why they declined it. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like, you know, maybe because um in – in other opportunities with other contracts there is uh, some points where i was able to say okay with this contract i don't want whenever there's some kind of ads or advertising where they use me no nudity i wanted to be safe for work like as far as because with my cami, it's very a lot of it is private right a lot of yeah. the more yeah. adult is take me private and that's where it'll be so i feel like having room to talk about and negotiate what you want in your contract, what you want, uh, to do what, and I, I would recommend people, whatever it is, if you want to be a brand ambassador for whatever company it is, pick something that you like doing, pick something that you love to do or a company that you love, just reach out and ask is, Hey, what what would you have going on? Or is there any opportunities open? I mean, obviously for people that are more experienced, that door will open a little more easier. (laughs) So I, I want to go back. So
1: we, we touched on a few things that I'm, I'm going to come back to it. So the first steps of, you know, want to represent brands. So let's talk about the initial things that you have to decide, you know, lay it down. What are the benefits that you want to get out of it? What is in it for you? You know, you know, so let's, you know, let's lay it down, you know, you know what do you want to offer what do you want the company to to give you you know your rates your contracts your lengths. it it's like what are the things Lindsay that you know when you've gone in working with a new company what if be, before you've gone and, and you've sat down and you've thought about your worth you know do do you have a, a little list of what you think about
0: um you know i had to learn my list along the way because I've definitely just signed some contracts without really negotiating. And I've learned. I've learned. (laughs) Man. And um, now I definitely, you know, you have to be aware of, okay, your social media, like we talked about earlier. Is there a certain amount of posts that you're supposed to have? Um, uh, What platforms are you going to use? You have to... Also, I feel like having a, if they have a good team behind there, them working with you and being in like in contact with you, that's a really good sign and it helps with the work. But also with contracts, you have to, the term of the contract, do you want something that, okay, let me check it out for like half a year? Or do you want to do something yearly? Something to think about too, I feel, is does this company, or, you know, as far as, well, Let's stay more in the contract phase, right? Daily stipends. You know, when you go out to travel for a company, are they going to pay you a daily rate? Um, Are they paying you an hourly rate uh, for if you're at a booth? What else is something that I'm like, ah, you need to think about, like, you know, to ask? Because I feel like as performers, we need to talk about some of these things so that we know what is available for us because there's a lot to go around here in the adult industry. And for performers... I feel like the more awareness we give each other, the more not just opportunities, but the more that we get because without us, they don't have a company. Yeah. like they can't make money without us. So know your co-
1: know your worth. You. Know no, your no worth. worth. Exactly. Sorry, I had to jump in with that. Yes, yeah, do yes. It is. It's like that. The company if they if they don't have the performers, if they don't have the people representing them, you know, you know endorsing the company you know these are a good company these are legit you know if people like me and you are not working with them you know if they've got here's the thing i'm in the middle right now of looking at a brand new contract with a new company that i'm looking to work with so here's the thing you know i've signed contracts you know i have done it and when it comes to the end of the term it's very biased in the company's way and so I've had difficulties getting out of contracts because I'm being held in where it's really been very unfair in the performer. And I'll say this, I'll put it out on the table. I've had to get a lawyer, Corey Silverstein, of, and he's had to go in and he's gone like, I'm going to sort this out for you.
0: He's helped me before too. Yeah, it's like I know him.
1: Yeah, (laughs) you go in, you sign the contract, and it's like at the end, it's like okay, we're done with the contract. Oh well, actually, you can't go anywhere else right now because you're still in this exclusivity, and it's like going in and getting. Then you have to get another lawyer to go in and get you out of it, and it's it's really it's really tricky. So now I've got you know a new contract that I'm looking at, something completely different. And I've got him going in and looking at it and he really literally went all over this contract and changed it all in, like there's a lot of things and he's like, nope, this all needs to be in your favor. So it's having someone to have you back, but knowing, you know, there is a cost, there is a cost. And I sit there and I think, oh God, he's charging me this much money. Lawyers are not cheap. And so then I'm trying to sit down and figure out, well, how many, how how much work am I going to have to do with the company? as part of this ambassador to then be able to to okay then oh then I've just paid my lawyer and now I can start making cash but but sometimes you got to weigh it up you know is it worth it or is it not worth it me and you've both been there where we've just gone give me the piece of paper I'll sign it that sounds great and then you're stuck you've signed something that you really can't get out of and then it costs you more money to get someone to fix it for you
0: Yep. or you have to wait until it ends and who knows how long that is depending on what kind of contract you signed so
1: let's talk about you know identity online you know how much does identity matter should you be playing a certain role or should you do you feel like you should just simply be you
0: you know I think it's different for everyone what I think works for most people is to try to be the most them that they can. But sometimes that doesn't work because it's not for everyone, right? Not everybody has... Somebody has to... I'm sure there's... I know that there are performers that they have to play the act. Maybe they're a lot more reserved or something when they're not in front of the camera. So when they're in the camera, maybe they become someone else. Oh, sometimes I feel a little bit more confident when I even be, I log in and I'm like, oh dang, I'm really feeling like a bad bit today. So I'm like, wow. Like, you know, I, I transform into somebody else sometimes, but I'm still the same person, you know? Yeah. And there's some people that really get into the role play and they completely turn some into somebody else. And that's their persona on cam. That's how it is yeah. for me. Yeah, I'm, I go all over the place. Because mm-hmm. I guess I I play a little bit more to myself and, you know, I, I have my regulars who really appreciate me for being me because I talk about a lot of different stuff when I'm camming or even working and I bring up certain issues and I talk about this and that and what my thoughts are. And sometimes they're not the most popular opinion, but I mean, I still say what's on my mind. Yeah. I still stick up for myself. Sometimes like I think about it and I reevaluate things and, you know, I just always have to remind myself that being myself, being myself and my identity, like showing my identity just proves to me and solidifies that it matters because I feel so much better leaving a conversation, leaving a private chat, leaving a business meeting when I know that I've stuck to my ground and I get what I want. I either get what I want and if I don't get what I want, then that wasn't the right thing for me. I yeah. feel like.
1: And yeah, I mean you you really are someone who's not afraid to ask or afraid to speak out. You know, and it's I guess it's finding that line where, you know, you can raise issues without damaging your brand. And it's it's probably is is it, you know, the way that you address it? Is it the way that you present it?
0: Yeah, I think depending on the person who, or people that, you know, let's say I'm presented in front of or who I'm dealing with, um, I do take, you know, a different demeanor, a different approach because people work different ways um, and you kind of have to adjust to how, how people are. And for me, I have to be a little bit more aggressive with some situations and I'm maybe way in a, I don't have to be so aggressive and I'm way more free-minded and lighthearted even with other people where, you know, it just kind of, it works how it works out. And I feel like regardless of what company it is that you work for, regardless of what's going on, you have to know yourself, what matters to you, what you want, like we were talking about, and and just be aware and always learn. Always learn, keep learning, because there's always things like whenever I'm not here anymore, or whenever you know, there's veterans that you know I learn from, and like there's people like that are on the come up now that I hope that they can learn from things that we share. Yeah, um, that's super important to me. I want to talk
1: about some of the um, ways that you're you know going out there and getting your name out there. You know, you're doing a lot of panels, you've done conventions, I see you with your camera going around
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, you know I took
1: selfies. <laughs> representing and I see the branding that you're going around with, you know, so how you know, how have you kind of got into these
0: opportunities and how do you make them work for you? You know, um hmm some of the, uh, when I first started getting into brand ambassadorships, you know, I was awarded first, um, being a brand ambassador before I even signed a contract to be a brand ambassador. So how did that um, work? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, It's because I, that year that I was awarded, I was going, I was going to every show. I was going to all the expos and I would say yes to speaking on panels. If I thought that I had something to say that somebody can take something away from I went to the after parties (laughs) I you know I I also tried to engage in the community and meet people and have conversations that are important and I feel like I guess with the brand ambassadorships they kind of like led into different things because like I said I I got awarded and then whenever other companies started approaching me about brand ambassadorships, then they were like, oh shit. (laughs) They're like, okay. I, I mean, I, it was kind of, I guess the very first time I had two brand ambassadorships, like kind of at my laps and I'm like, ah, you know, what am I going to do? There's whatever situation going on and you know, business is business. And I took the deal that was better for me um, at the time. And, you know, that better deal happened because the first one fell into my lap, then they gave me a better deal. And that's when I learned a lot more about negotiating. And that was the beginning of learning how to, okay, I, knowing my worth, knowing my worth, knowing
1: your worth, isn't it?
0: Knowing Mm -hmm. your worth
1: and knowing what you want, you know, how much do you want to get paid? What are they expecting you to do? What are you getting compensated for, you know, if if you're having to pay out your personal expenses? Are they covering those expenses? Are they covering your travel? You know, what are they giving you? What about online advertising? Are you going to get more traffic from the place that they're putting you you know is lindsey banks and tanya tate that they're going to be that brand is going to become bigger what can their brand do for you yeah you, you know you're you, and know that that they here's a the thing that people tell me and my lawyer reminded me he reminded me cory um silverstein <laughs> and kevin in his offices and he, they're like Remember, they need you more yes. than you need them. Yes. And this, this is really important to know. Everyone that's listening right now, you don't have to take what they're offering you. You might say, well, I don't want this. You, you know, you spoke before about the nudity. And you know, I'm sitting here now, and I'm I'm going through a contract, and I'm like, well, you know what? I don't want you to take all my content and put it out there. I don't want you to put 15 minute trailers on the tube sites because yeah. well, why are they going to come to my premium social media platforms if you know all my new content, for example, is going on OnlyFans, or I'm sharing you know nude selfies with those on Sex Panther. And we're sexting. Well, if suddenly you're just put it all out there on my new stuff for free, then for me, I I don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's now... It's like exploiting. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's I don't do it myself. Like, I choose yeah. what I put out there. I choose if I want to put nudity out there. I choose where mm-hmm. to put it at the right time. But I don't want... And that's a to- power that you have. Yes. That- to to do. Like, you hold that power. Yeah. But then if it's knowing that you're okay with that, then that's fine, put it in the contract. But it, but it is, it's like knowing like what do you want and having the power, it's the, the, the negotiation, it's, you know.
0: And not be scared, do not be scared. Um, I'm gonna say a quick story too because I remember uh, the first, well, I mean, I didn't even know that it was a meeting that <laughs> was gonna be for like, any kind of consideration for work. Uh, and it was at a lunch and said, you know, company, spokesperson, whatever. Um, the first thing they asked me was, so what can you do for company? And I was like, what can you do for me? What? And they're like, <laughs> stunned. they were stunned. <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 hold on. Take it back. What are you going to do for me? Yes. yeah and right then and there and yep it took a minute and we still did some work um and i ended up doing a few contracts with that company but i mean
1: yeah it's what what are you (laughs) gonna get out of it and here's the thing you know we, we talk about you know different companies coming at us and i can sit there and i can go through my emails or my dms and I just have all these offers coming in from different places. And also, I've got a publicity company, Star Factory PR. So I have clients that forward emails to me. And, you know, we sit down and it's like, hey, we're going to offer you this. Well, how do you know, number one, it's legit? Now, how do you know, number two, it's worth your while? Yes. It's, it's like you get them all the time, Lindsay. What? How, how do you know? What, what do you do? How do? You know, what's your kind of game
0: Yeah. What I do whenever I get the, you know, people that approach me, especially right now, NFT is my safe word right now because there's a lot of people approaching (laughs) with that. And, you know, I try to keep it respectful. I always try to be respectful. Um, but you know, it's just like I listen first, ask questions and I don't give any kind of response. I'll say, I'll think about it. And I think about it and I'm like, hell no. <laughs> or I'm just like, yeah, um, you know, I don't think that this is going to work out that, you know, this, I, I contact somebody maybe that I know in the industry and I'm like, Hey, this person's a, and then word gets around that this person's a, a fake yeah. or, Hey, you know, this person might be on a blacklist you never know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I try to handle it very, very, you know, you have to do your due diligence.
1: Yeah. That's right. You you know, people come to me and I get to see, I guess I see, sometimes I see the same email from the same company because my clients, my, my publicity clients will forward it to me. And I, it's like, you know, there's one just, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, they come to me and it's like, we are the only instant video chat platform and we're offering you this massive rate. And I went, number one, they're not the only, video chat platform.
0: <laughs> They're like,
1: already lying. Yeah, so that's a bad line to begin with because you know, Sex Panther for sure is instant video chat. And I'm like, what about the Camon? <laughs> it's a Cammon instant is instant kind of video chat. Um and even it, I looked and it was like some kind of mainstream and I had a few people on and I'm like, okay, well I'm also on Cameo. So if you wanted kind of that you can actually set that up on Cameo as well. And I'm like, but But, you know, my instant go-to is Sex Panther. It's like, that really is instant straight to my phone. So they're already lying in the opening sentence. And, you know, for me, I just went, you know, 90% of zero still equals zero. (laughs) It's like, how do you know? Is the traffic? Are the fans going to trust them? How long have they been around, you know? And they want you to come on board and, yeah, we want you to be one of the first creators and you'd be our, like, our ambassador. Oh and it's my some God, kind of BS story and they come to you and I'm just like, it's so hard to, like, go through and, like, really find out who are the real, who are the, who, are, who are the real legit companies, mm-hmm. you know? And if someone starts saying NFT... I really, honestly, have no idea about NFT. <laughs> Zero idea.
0: <laughs> so that's okay. Just never mind. I won't say that, but it's okay. I I, I don't understand. It's it. been around. People just it just became a buzzword, but it's been we are we already produce NFTs for ourselves. Yeah, it's we like, sell them. You can unlock them. You can buy a clip. <laughs> like, you can buy a photo. You have NFTs. I, I have it. I can do a custom movie for you. Isn't that an See? NFT A custom
1: movie? Yeah. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> it's moving. It's a
0: moving image that is made just for you. Yeah, and, I think you just have to like, I don't, there's something about like minting and stuff. So, I really don't know that. I'm like, no, just come to me. Come to my website. Talk to me. Go to my socials. Yeah. I, you know. And the...
1: let, Let's talk about the pitfalls. You know, we we kind of spoke about it briefly before but you know working with a company who say they're gonna do this and they're gonna do that and then they don't keep up their end of the agreement and this is this really has happened to me you know people we're gonna pay you this much to do these paid tweets to talk about the company and you know we're gonna give you so many of them so we want a discounted rate and you're like okay that sounds good and then halfway through they're like yeah, we're really, we've run out of money. And you're like, okay, so now I give you a discounted rate because you promised me this much. And it it they don't go through with it. And it's like, you know, what you do when that happens? It's...
0: You know, every experience with like all the... Com- they, they haven't always been the best, right? So, you know, I haven't quite... I've definitely hit some points where you know I had to deal with the company like hey you know maybe not necessarily per se like a money issue but when there's an issue that does come up and it's like hey hold on a second and how do you address this I feel like you know the companies I would like to say and I hope that companies have our performers interests like in mind but for I'm just trying to be real, we have to like keep our own <laughs> interest in because like yeah, we really got to think for ourselves because business is very cutthroat and they don't get political, they don't want to nope they're thinking about what's best for them, so yeah. for us, it's like okay, like I said kind of at the beginning, like you have to represent yourself too as your ambassador, what you want what you what you represent who you are. There's some, cause trust me, there's some part, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to call Corey. I'm like, let me call, you know, let me tell you, but I'm like, okay, you know, take some time. I, I would, this is what I've had to do in order to just like, okay, think it out and make sure that I don't do something that's going to be detrimental to my brand. Right. And also keep like, you know, my reputation in the industry. Good. Like how I want, Or not even how I want, whatever my reputation is, it is what it is, but how I conduct myself represents me. And like, I don't think I will ever, ever regret having to have stuck up for myself with a company, even if it had to get maybe a little nasty at some points, but always try to just bring up the main points in a communicative way, right? Respectful. And if you have to bring legal to get involved, I mean, to be honest, and I know I've heard advice before, like, you know, just get the lawyer, get a lawyer and just have that already back up. Like, so if something were to happen. And then, you know, if something's
1: not going your way, don't be afraid to just walk away. Don't be afraid to just say, no, I don't want this anymore. And, you know, walk away. And there's been times when I think, oh, I've missed out and... I, You know, I've missed out on those benefits, but sometimes just walking away and just, like, calling it a day. And for you and your headspace, it's like, let's just move away from that company. Let's just not think about it anymore. Let's just use it as a learning curve that, yes. hey, that's what's happened. Okay, you know, if someone comes to me now and they're like, you know, they want to talk about paid tweets, I'm like, pay up front. And, yeah. it, it, and there's no negotiation, you know. Me, if you want me to do paid tweet, you pay me up front. If you don't want yep. to pay me, that's fine. Go and, go and find someone else that might do it and you might not pay them because I don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, so just don't be afraid and just use it to just learn. And, you know, next time you're in that same situation, you'll have that information in your head and you'll be like, remember, well, this is what happened last time mm-hmm. and this is what I'm going to do.
0: Yeah, I think like... um. For, for me, what I think I tend to do whenever I'm in transition from working with, in between different companies or let's say something kind of goes away or like it's like, uh, you know, and then I'm like, you know what? This is a time to focus on my brand, focus on get get back onto my brand and what I'm doing because I cannot lose vision because even before that company, even before whatever contract, this is what I was about. This is what I'm still about and I'm going to just kind of come back into my lane. And, you know, these companies that do work with us are just little opportunities and also experiences, experience that we can bring along with us, whether it's bad or good in between. it, it, It all matters. Right.
1: Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, brand brand ambassador is something, you know, that we can all get on board with, pick the right company to work with, reach out to them do our best, and help it to, you know, reap the benefits. We want to reap the benefits of what's available out there for us all.
0: 100%.
1: Lindsay, in one sentence, what piece of advice would you give someone wanting to become a brand ambassador?
0: If you want to become a brand ambassador, be yourself, stand your ground, and know your worth. Don't be afraid to ask. Perfect. Where can everybody find you and follow you online? Uh, everyone can follow me and find me on my website, BanksyTV.com, and my social medias on Instagram and Twitter. On Instagram, I'm at BanksyTV. And Instagram, Twitter, you will you will find everything on my website. And my new YouTube channel is at BanksyTV.
1: <laughs> nice. And you're Queen Banksy on Instagram and Twitter as well. Yes, I'm at Queen Banksy. Yeah, I know. I've been doing more on there.
0: (laughs) I I know. I love that because you're a queen too. Like we're royalty. (laughs) (laughs) We're queens in our own right, you know.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Lindsay, it's been amazing having you here on the Mills Making Money podcast. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing everything with us.
0: You, thank you you're so amazing
1: thank you all for joining me on tanya tay presents milfs making money podcast what is it that you really want to happen and how do you make it happen for you What is the question that you really want me to answer? Want? Need? Maybe you're like, I need it to answer it. I don't think it's a matter of life or death that you need me to answer it. But tell me what you want. What you really, really want. Maybe you have a suggestion for future topics for a show or a question that me or one of my guests might be able to answer and give you advice on. You can leave me feedback or ask me questions relevant to the MILF's Making Money podcast using the hashtag AskTanyaTate. You can ask me by commenting on my latest posts on Twitter at TanyaTate, Instagram at TanyaTateXO, YouTube, TanyaTateTube, and you can also leave a voice note on my SpeakPipe speakpipe.com slash Tanya Tate you might also get featured on a future episode. So let's take a listen to some of my favourite Speakpipe voicemails of this week and if you want to leave yours speakpipe.com slash Tanya Tate. You know here's the thing you have one chance to make an impression on somebody that was really nice that you left a voicemail that says hello Tanya Tate it's like that, can I ask a question? Then you've just blown your time. I wonder actually really what you wanted to ask me. Well, you know what? Seeing that you was brave enough to actually leave your voice, hello back to you. I mean, you could have a, a, we could have a bigger conversation if you'd have left a message, <laughs> a comment. But you know what? Maybe you got scared. Maybe someone walked in the room. Maybe you just got cut off. You know what? Let's take a listen to someone else. Who else has left a voice note on speakpipe.com slash Tanya Tate?
0: Tanya, this is Tim Moody. You wanted me to direct your message.
1: I've messaged you everywhere. If you know who I am, please send me a text. would love to chat with you. Apparently, we've been chatting for two and a half years come to find out we really haven't and i do have some interesting things to say to you would love to hear you right tim moody he says tanya you know who i am well you know what tim moody i have absolutely no idea what you're talking about tim you say we've been chatting for two and a half years tim you're saying you've been messaging me everywhere well, Tim, I don't reply to messages unless they're on com slash Tanya Tate or onlyfans.com slash Tanya Tate. They're the only places I really sit and chat. <sighs> well, it looks like you've been talking to some fraud. And I really try and tell people, do your due diligence. I don't sit there and just chat all day long, one-on-one. Because how the hell would I be able to get the rest of my work done? That's why I funnel it all down. You have to get funneled off to my premium social media. Hey, Tim, maybe you're on there. I have a lot of guys on there. But somehow, I don't think so. It doesn't sound like you are. Because you, you wouldn't be asking me to message you back. Because I would already be messaging you back. That's such a shame, isn't it, that people get scammed? Yeah. Anyway, well, at least now, Tim Moody, you have found me, the real Tanya Tate. And, you know, thank you for leaving those voice notes. If you do want to leave a voice note, maybe you can give me something else. (laughs) Some other ideas for future topics. Maybe you can give me some feedback on the show. Just don't get scammed. And don't use that one chance to just say hello. Make it worthwhile. Make an impression. Thank you for all your support. Keep it coming. I really do love hearing what you think about the show. And of course, if you want to get me via phone, video call, text, you know where you can find me on my premium social media platforms. Sexpanther.com slash Tanya Tate or onlyfans.com slash tanya tate and we can get to chat one on one over there. Follow me on Twitter at Tanya Tate, Instagram at tanya Tate XO, and my YouTube channel Tanya Tate Tube. You can see all of my official links include my premium social media on my Linktree. Just search LinkTree and my name Tanya Tate all one word. And remember if you don't see it listed on my Linktree, it's not me. And if you are listening to the podcast on Apple, Amazon, Audible and are inspired by any of the words you hear, be sure to leave me a written review and give me five stars. You can also give a five-star rating on Spotify and I will be checking and I do give shout-outs. So let's take a little look. Audible.co.uk. Nikki has left five out of five stars for overall performance and story. Let's read what Nikki has to say. Highly recommended, it's titled. I love listening to Tanya's podcast. It's really interesting listening to Tanya and her awesome guests. I enjoy hearing the transferable tips and tricks for being successful as a self-employed person and also to help run your day-to-day, keep positive and focus on appreciating all the wonders and joy around and looking after your physical and mental well-being Finally, I enjoy hearing what Tanya's been up to as I'm a big fan of her. She's a beautiful and strong woman inside and out. A great mum and a great businesswoman. I would recommend to anyone who's wanting to improve something in their life to listen to Tanya's podcast. As I'm certain you will find a message or reminder in there for you to take away. Much love to you, Tanya. Nikki. That is just so beautiful. Thank you so much, Nikki. She is a big fan. She's such i you know, she is such a sweet person. I know who Nikki is. She's is such an amazing person herself. And I'm so glad that you listen. And I'm so glad that I give you something to take away. And if you could see me, I'm sending you hearts right now. So thank you so much. And you know, maybe you want to leave a review. Maybe I'll be reading your review out on a future episode. Let's do it. You know, I love hearing what you think about this. You are all such wonderful people. This is Tanya Tate. What do you really need in life versus what you want in life? And how do you make that happen? Have an amazing week, an amazing day. Keep that positivity flowing. Now get out there and go build your bank.